0: Break today with Joe Nash on Live ninety five. Exhausted parents of children with the most severe life limiting disabilities have been finally given a much needed break uh, during uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic. After a purpose built facility was specifically adapted for a special June program for those children the 2.9 million saint gabriel's respite house in limerick uh, which is the first purpose-built facility of its kind in the country was completed would you believe 18 months ago but hasn't opened due to funding issues funding to keep it running really um, but it has been specially open now and adapted in response to the urgent need for support to parents who are truly exhausted by round the clock care that they've been giving their children, especially uh, amid all these restrictions. Uh, But funding is now required to keep this open into the future. And uh, Maura O'Leary, CEO of St. Gabriel's, she is on the line to chat to us a bit more about it. Good morning to you. Good
1: morning, Joe.
0: How are you this morning?
1: We're very good. Very good. Thank
0: you. So I, I know this has been quite a saga um, as I mentioned, for 18 months, because I actually was walking past that at some stage over the last month or two, and even from the outside, it's just a stunning facility, but yeah. in the knowledge that it isn't open, but now it is, but as you say, only for a certain period of time unless you can get funding to keep it running.
1: Yes, I mean, we opened it in response to COVID, really. Um, the families that we work with are truly exhausted because normally their children, like, the rest of the country, their their children would have been going to school every day and they haven't gone to school since the 12th of March. So essentially those families are caring for their children 24-7 around the clock and in some cases they haven't been able to avail of um, whatever little respite they were getting maybe a night or two a month or they might have been having um, support coming into the house and that may have either stopped or the families may be too nervous to have people in and out of the house because these children are very, very vulnerable. So in response to that For the month of June, we opened it for a special programme. And we've almost 30 children coming in during the month. Some children are getting two days, three days or four days in the month. Um, And even though it's very little, we have had an enormous response from the families. Um, And and I I was just, I suppose, uh, taken by what you were talking about there earlier, about what, what are we all going to do next Monday when things open up? And it struck me, the families that we're talking about, they're not going anywhere next Monday when things open up. I can't. So it's very important that we we put something in place for them.
0: Mm. Well, let's just hear from Lorraine Tierney. Um, She's a a parent uh, who has been uh, very glad to hear this news.
2: Dylan is 13 years of age. Dylan can have anything from 10 seizures a day to 100 seizures a day, even through the night. The seizures, they control our every day, really. You know, we have to manage them, we have to always be on our guard. Cognitively, Dylan is the same as, pretty much the same as any other 13-year-old little boy. Understands everything, wants to do the same things, but unfortunately, due to his uh, mobility issues, due to his non being non-verbal, um, he only has the use of his right hand he's very limited in what he can do we care for him round the clock 24 hours a day, 7 days a week uh, 365 days a the year we, there's only myself and my husband Martin, we are both working full time we're both members of Vanguard Chikana in Henry Street we do 4 days on, 4 days off we also have a little girl she's nine years of age and we need to look after her as well so it's just kind of it's just been constant it's been tough it's been hard dylan goes to saint gabriel school um up to covid he would go there every morning so you know you'd have that time since dylan finished school which was in the middle of march we've been on our own we've had no help it's absolutely exhausting we're desperate for a break so then we got a call um from saint gabriel center to say that they would be running this june program we were over the moon he loves it here he likes seeing the people that he knows from St. Gabriel's. You know, it's been, it's been you know, such a great help. St. Gabriel's Respite House has been here. It's been completed with the last 18 months. It's sitting here, doors closed, gate closed. But um, at the time when we needed it most, St. Gabriel's Centre have managed to put this June programme in place. Parents are crying out for overnight respite. We're willing to look after our children. We want to look after them, but we need help and we need to know that there's something there to look forward to, a night away uh, for Dylan and a break for us as well. Now that we've seen what has been put on here for the month of June, the June programme, and has worked so well, we need something for the rest of the summer. And then after that, we need the government to please give us funding to open this beautiful respite centre that sits here day in, day out, doors closed, I mean, purpose-built. It has everything that our families uh, need for our overnight respite and we desperately need it to open now and we're pleading for it to open.
0: Lorraine Tierney, there, talking about her 13 year old son Dylan and how important St. Gabriel's Respite Centre is proving uh, for them and for the family uh, during this uh, month. And uh, she mentioned that she and her husband Martin are members of Ungarda Shiakhana based at Henry Street in uh, Limerick. And uh, it's been really emphasised over uh, the last week how important a job uh, Guardy do for us in Limerick and around the country. And indeed, that was the case uh, during the last few months uh, of the lockdown as well. We're talking tomorrow who's CEO of St. Gabriel's. Um, was the theory around all of this, more a, a bit like the Kevin Costner movie, if we build it, the funding will come?
1: Um, probably, yes. Um, but, you know, we don't take uh, things lightly at St. Gabriel's. We have a very committed board of directors who, who assess everything. And we started thinking and talking about this project um, 10 years ago. So we met with parents and we were doing uh, focus groups with them to see what their needs were. And the highest need that came up again and again around this cohort of children who have very um, complex physical disabilities and additional medical uh, needs was that they weren't getting overnight respite in a facility where their needs were met specifically. And we set we set about in 2010 looking for funding, looking for a proper site. Um, we were talking with the HSE. Our local HSC have been very supportive. They haven't been able to commit to ongoing funding because this is going to take a lot of money. It's going to be a nurse-led service. But we analysed whether or not we would take the risk and we took it and we built it with local fundraising from the people in the Midwest, and Limerick, and um, with philanthropy through the J.P. McManus Foundation and um, corporate social sponsorship. We've we've got it built It's at a cost of £2.9 We know the need is there. The HSE know the need is there. Nationally, they know the need is there. Respite is a huge issue for families. And this house has been built to the highest specification. Um, there's six bedrooms. They're all en suite. They all have their own uh, overhead hoists. They all have their own piped oxygen and suction into every room in the building and that's what makes it so safe now in a time of COVID. If we had been asked to build a house in response to having children get respite during COVID, this is the plan, this is the design we would have used.
0: But have you been Um, surprised that you haven't been able to secure funding to open and keep going?
1: Well, I suppose, you know, it was never going to be easy and we know how tough things have been, then we have the whole issue where we, we don't really have a government that we can appeal to at the moment, you know, things COVID took over this year. Um, but last year, we did get um, 195,000 from the uh, local HSE, and that enabled us to put a manager in place. So Without a manager, we wouldn't have been able to register with HICWA. so now, this February, we um, had our inspection, and we have a full registration with HICWA to open for overnight. So it's kind of an incremental step approach that we're Using at the moment, um, as I said, the local HSC has been very supportive, and for this program, they've supplied us with all our PPE. Um, and any, you know, they've been very supportive of us running this program. But going forward, they're not going to be able to come up with 1.2 million locally. We need we need supportive funding coming down from the government
0: for this. Right. Um, so to be very clear, very you know, this fantastic facility is open and operating, but at the moment, it's only for the month of June
1: only for the month of June. We were able to redeploy staff that we have in other areas in there for the month of June. So our hydrotherapy pool is closed at the moment, as many of your listeners will know. And that's a wonderful facility that we run on a social enterprise model. We receive no funding from the state to build that or to run it. And we 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 use
0: it ourselves as a family. It's fantastic. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so we redeployed our lifeguards and our pool staff in there. We redeployed our cleaners, our CE staff, our therapy assistants. And we wouldn't have been able to lead out on the June programme, only that we have our, we redeployed our nurses. So some of our nurses were out frontline in nursing homes during the acute COVID phase. And once they came back to our service, we were able to set up the June programme and we wouldn't have been able to lead out on it, only for the fact that the HSC has funded us um, temporarily for um, a manager. So, you know, um, we, we we adapted what we had. We did the best with what we had. But going forward, obviously, our pool will open next week for our, our the children that use our services to begin with. And then hopefully, as we go on, we'll be able to increase its use to everybody else, but we we have to put our staff back to what they normally do, so we'll be opening for therapy sessions for our children's teams. Right, so
0: at this stage, I mean, unless something very dramatic happens between now and next week, St. Gabriel's will close again, and it will be shuttered until you can get some guarantee of ongoing funding, and that funding flows.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, we don't have the staff to open, keep it open. We just have a manager. We we put our own, um, I suppose, resources into this as well. Um, so we had to employ a cleaner. And we've had one of our, our lifeguards every day uh, doing high contact cleaning from one end of the house to the other all day long. This has to be a very safe environment.
0: I'm sorry, and I one thing I should say just so that we don't confuse yeah. people, because obviously a lot of people will be aware of where the hydrotherapy pool is. Oh, in yes, Dura-Doyle. Yes, 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 but the yes, site yes. of the respite centre is in
1: Mungret. So people in Limerick will know the beautiful Mungret Park and the house is situated in front of the park. So we're on a one and a half acre site. It's absolutely beautiful and at the back of our site When we built it, the council gave us our own access into the park. So all month, children have been going out the back door of the house, out their own door, because they all have their own door into their own little pod. They go out their own little door, they go down the back of the garden, they push a button, and they're in a 22-acre parkland. So it's been absolutely amazing for them.
0: What is your ask, then, of Limerick Today listeners this morning?
1: I'm asking everybody to keep this... um, active in their minds and when they're talking to people and to keep thinking of us that this is going to open. We're, we're not going to let it close now. We're going to keep the pressure up. We firmly believe that everything in the country is being adapted to respond to COVID. All we hear about is rescue packages for different things happening around the country and of course it's important but while those rescue packages are being talked about for businesses and pubs and hairdressers we must remember that there must be a rescue package for these families. They, these families need support now more than ever. Um, school is not going to look the same possibly in September. Um, we're all concerned about that for our own families and for these families. And it's more important now than ever that we have a safe and secure right.
0: but, but But part of your problem here is that this isn't really about Donations. I mean, you'll welcome any donations. Oh,
1: we wel- welcome any. Do- our fundraising has been designated, obviously. So things that we would normally have run, like if a cost... But, 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 but the difficulty people. you
0: have with this is that the problem with donations is that they can come in fits and starts. That doesn't allow you to no, have a constant source of guaranteed flun- no, funding no, to employ no. people for St. Gabriel's yeah. Respite yeah. House. The,
1: the donations have been wonderful in that and um, different forms of sponsorship bits of equipment for us and it wouldn't have be been such a high spec beautifully equipped building without the people in the midwest and the companies supporting us but now we need you know a commitment to government funding we need to have um, this included in the response of government to covid coming being here with us for a while and it's a perfect environment to have children have respite in during a pandemic really, okay. it's very safe
0: all right well listen thank you very much for explaining all of that to us this morning for making the case uh, for ongoing funding to run saint gabriel's respite house um, i'm sure if you've seen it it's just a, a wonderful facility uh, there uh, in mongre but it is due unfortunately to close uh, at the end of the month again um, and uh, they need the, the funding that uh, Mara O'Leary, CEO of St. Gabriel's, has been chatting to us about. Thank you. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.